2: the wake up with Michelle Michet.
4: be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help personal growth metaphysics and spirituality the soul path of awakening understand what living awake is hello everyone oh yeah understand what living awake is we have been doing this I think since 20, 2007 gang, 2007-2006, we've been living awake, Uh, longer than that, we've been living more and more awake. Hello everyone, if you happen to be new here, welcome, welcome to this amazing community and very um, sole purpose fulfilling podcast and I hope you feel comfortable here and find a sense of community and a place just to be you and get um, a lot of advanced information on spirituality, metaphysics, spiritualism, um, self-development, spiritual integration, the occult, astrology, meditation, and for sure on the ascension process and awakening and all that that entails. So uh, if you are new to the program and you want to listen um, in the chat, that's great. You can listen if you want to ask questions, you need to do a um, little profile with BT Radio, Blog Talk Radio, BTR. Um, You can also listen by phone, 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading. That's 347-539-5122. 347-539-5122. And press 1 on the keypad. And I do believe in the Podcast episode description, that number is there as as well. Um, we have a lot of people that listen by phone, so please remember to press 1 if you have a question, a comment, or you want to get live on air or you want a reading. Um, I really want to uh, thank all of you that took the time or are taking the time to go to Spotify or um, what is the other one? Apple Podcasts and you've been leaving five-star reviews. I really, really, really appreciate that. It really helps the algorithm also it's a sense of encouragement and you know uh, inspiration for me since we d- this is totally community based. We don't you know have advertisers. I'm really trying to keep advertisers off. We have people that do request to adver- advertise on the podcast um, and I'm really trying to keep this advertiser free. Um, or some of the advertisers, and I won't mention names, I just haven't felt a resonance with because it's not just the advertising dollars for me. It's like, would I use this service? Is this service um, – just if would I use this service or, you know, could I contemplate it even so um, stick around for the second half of the program. We have an awakening discussion, our awakening conversation. Um, this week our guest is Amy Robeson. So we'll be diving in with her healer and spiritual mentor. And also I do believe she's going to be answering questions or doing many readings of some sort as well. Um, I'll have to clarify that with her. Some of you ask me sometimes, why don't you know guests, especially if they're astrologers, um, Um, why don't they do readings, you know, or why don't they answer questions? A lot of guests do not want to answer questions, and there's been a few times that I've put guests on the spot, apparently, that have been readers, and some people say, oh, I've been doing this 30, 40 years, and I don't like doing readings anymore. I earned the right not to have to do readings on air. I think that's just a personal preference. I'm not um, giving any shade to anyone or dissing anyone, but I was born psychic, so I've been doing this my whole life, and I started channeling in my twenties, having this spiritual hierarchy just show up and start sending me people <laughs> and I still love doing I love doing readings I love doing live readings um, back in the day when I was doing t v uh you know appearances and and pilots and such um, but they would have you know audience readings, and I don't know why. I just love it. You know, I don't think I could be a cold call salesperson, but there's something so magical about connecting in with someone. And and I found this years ago, um, shout out to Richard Berger, who was, you know, I was an early adopter, obviously, to technology since I had a podcast so early. Uh, Really very few people had podcasts. Um, So I've always been interested in technology because I feel that it's coming from the all that is, God, you know, the mind of God, the all that is. It's these incredible inventions and innovations um, to ways to connect or share or express yourself more. I love stuff like that. And it just it inspires me and, you know, it intrigues me. So I think my first website was 1999. So that that's that's going back, and I was had my merch, my CDs um, back in the day, MP3s. Um, one of the first in digital, in the digital market. So going back to Richard, he was big into. I don't know if people remember this, and I wasn't really in chat rooms a lot, but he was involved. Yeah, the company astral.com. I still don't know exactly what they did, but I know it was technology and something on the Internet <laughs> using computers. But he was fascinated with the chats, AOL chat. And one day he go, oh, come on, come, you know, come over. And we were in the chat and, you know, he was talking. And I was like, I wonder if I could do readings in here. So I spent hours in the chat doing readings, and they were so accurate. And what I felt is like what I feel when my I do the Soul Insights and Tarot. You know, those of you, please subscribe also to Awakenings, by the way, let's sidebar side note, uh, Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. We are extending over there bit by bit. And also Soul Insights and Tarot. It would really be very much appreciated um, if you would – Yeah, subscribe and get the notifications at Soul Insights and Tarot. Anyway, so when I'm doing readings, you know, like the pick a card readings, and I feel the people's energy. I and I hear. I hear what people are asking. Sometimes I even see the people, and I'll say to certain things, and people will say that was me. I was doing this, and they'll describe themselves. Or sometimes people send me a screenshot of where they were, what they were doing, and it just reinforces the interconnectedness of all of us, and I love tapping into that. And it was wild. It was amazing in a chat room to go in there and you feel all these energies and what they're going through, even though you didn't see them. Back in the day, I don't know, they had some little I think even way back in the day it was whatever you call it, um, Slash, I don't know what it is, but they didn't even have an icon. They just had the the name, and they had it underscored. And then at one point, you could click on the uh, hyperlink of the name to see a profile. But in the chat, they didn't even have. I think in the early days, if I recall, they had. um, uh, They didn't even have icons. So, or later they had icons, but they were just cartoony. Uh, So anyway, it was just fascinating to feel the energy and 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 even whether people ask questions sometimes I would vibe on someone and give them a mini reading now of course I told them I'm going to do this if you guys are open for this you know I think it would be fun and it will be insightful and so you know I asked permission I just didn't go and you know start saying hey this this and that about you Um, but it was extremely accurate and it was extremely fun And then I really, when I started playing around with the pick a card on on YouTube, it was very, it's very reminiscent of that, that we connected to the subtle energy. And, you know, we're these broadcasters, transmitters, transponding. We're, We're picking up a signal from the universe. We are a signal, actually, to be honest. And our signal is broadcasting or transmitting. And it's being picked up. And so, in a way, I think as a channel, I'm just able to pick up, whether it's individuals or companies or groups or governments or societies, <laughs> I'm picking up that signal in the in the morphogenic field or the zeitgeist, however you want to look at it, in the universal field of consciousness. So, I even did it, I got, I think a year or two ago or a couple of years ago, I don't remember. Uh, and if you're listening, I'll come back. Um, I did a corporate event uh, via Zoom and I was not only able to do readings, it was so fun because I thought normally when I would do corporate events, people want to talk, you know, it was very, it, because it's corporate, I would usually be talking about meditation, maybe creativity in meditation, using your intuition for creativity or problem solving, stress reduction, maybe hypnotherapy, you know, those kinds of things. But this company, um, you know shout out you know who you are um uh, they she brought me in because she uh actually she's part of my patreon community and also um uh, soul insights and tarot on youtube but she said oh i think it'd be fun if you you can talk about that but to do pick a card and i was so happy i was like oh my god to do readings so i was able to do individual readings and then also pick up on some stuff that was verified as accurate that was going on within the company so why do I share this? It's just to underscore the magic, the mystery that we all are and that we really are all interconnected. And, of course, I learned this in when I studied holistic health, uh, became, you know, with the hypnotherapy school, when I studied transpersonal therapy and transpersonal psychology. We believe in that mind-body and that there is this interconnectedness through the subconscious mind that all of us are picking up information through the subconscious mind and and as a hypnotherapist you that's true you know and and that's why we get vibes of people but i feel it's even beyond the subconscious mind or we need to extend or expand our definition of the subconscious mind um i feel that it's an interplay i think the subconscious mind is an entry point or a portal into these other realms to navigate and and whether you want to call it interplane work you know, like when I'm doing more metaphysical work, I call it inner plane, you know, because that's what it is. It is the inner plane. So there's a lot of different ways to, to look at it. Um, Einstein played in these fields. Um, Carl Jung played in these fields, and, and that's where we have archetypes that reside within our subconscious mind. And in the collective unconsciousness, and we are an archetype, our avatar, our little icon that people see, which is a sliver of who we are, maybe an eighth or smaller, smaller, um, that's what we interface with, but that is not us, it's it's representing us, really, in a way. All right, we're going to get to questions and readings, got people in the chat saying hello, Um, (laughs) Jacqueline, oh great. Thank you, Jacqueline. Mealed you back. I swear I had replied. Cannot find it in my sent box. No worries, Jackie. No worries. Hi, everyone in the chat. Great to hear you. Thank you, Jay. Hi, Jody. Oh, we got uh, joy, fun, happiness. Joy, fun, happiness. Jackie in the chat. Jackie and Sue's in the chat. Hi, everyone to see everyone. Okay, that number again, three four seven five three nine five one two two. Press one. Numero one. Uno uno. Numero uno. Numero uno. Um okay, I want to just share a couple of things that I got this morning with my little chit chat with Source Energies, uh connecting in with spirit and the spiritual hierarchy. Right now, if you feel you're being blocked or delayed, being blocked or delayed, it's because of recalibration of energy and a redirection. And so I talked about this. We had our Soul uh, Path Journeyer Metaphysics and Spiritual Salon. It's Advanced Metaphysics, Spiritualism, and the Occult. Uh, We we dive deep into this, but I want to share with everyone, or it was guided to, A big thing that's happening right now is the alchemizing of the shadow energy. Now, shadow, a lot of people, unless you've studied psychology, always look at the shadow as something negative, like, oh, I'm working on my shadow material. It's my healing, my inner child, and my anger. Shadow is what is not yet readily known and integrated, consciously integrated into our personality. So it can be less life-enhancing things or denser energies um, but it can also be our gifts i can 't tell you how many people I have worked with over the years that i 'm just going to give an archetype that are the um, assistant to someone or the or the um, you know the secretary or the vice president or they're the vice president 's assistant or the president of the company 's assistant and they 're doing everything or they're the creative director or designer that 's doing you know covering their boss's ass so to speak right and then there becomes power struggles and they don't understand why and when i do when i talk to them and even do the hypnotherapy we can see that it's situation after situation what is their shadow material they're not stepping into their power their empowerment they want to have more of a powerful position so that's an unrealized need their psychology you know, of their personality that, that's shadow. And so they could say, why do I always attract people that don't understand me or, or take advantage of me or I do all the work and I don't, I don't get recognized? Well, maybe you're a leader or maybe you want to do something on your own or maybe you want a job that you have more say-so or position that you have more say-so. So it's not only, you know, when we are looking at the shadow or what we're projecting in the world, you know, it, it's like the rock star, you know, we project a lot, you know, or the, the social media star, whatever, the reality star, the TV star, but when you're in that projection of, oh my God, that person's so creative, they're so amazing, they're so talented, it's great to do that. It's great to go, oh my God, that person's amazing. And I also have something of that, that quality. Because if we stay too long in the projection, we have to move into the perception of the situation. You know, we all, I always tell people, I know this is graphic, we all poo and pee, okay? We all get sick, and if we get sick, we may vomit, we have a, fe- you know, a fever, headache. You know what I mean, guys? We've got to keep it real. It's that thing when you're doing the, you know, speaking engagement, you're nervous, you just picture people nude, you know. So it's great to admire people, respect people. I mean, I love it. People respect me. and oh, my God, Michelle, you have gifts. You're this and that. And, yeah, I'm all that. And I'm also, you know, humanly flawed and, and have my quirks and my things, I'm, you know, quirks that I like and things that I don't like. And, and so we want to connect into the wholeness or the totality, not only of us, but other people. So I bring this up because part of what's happening right now, the alchemization that's taking place is when we have been in projecting out too much, whether positively or negatively, right, in a life-enhancing way or non-life-enhancing way. That's kind of being churned and brought up through the subconscious. It's being played out in situations. It's being played out in the earth plane. A lot is being played out right now to look at it, not necessarily to try to fix it, but to acknowledge it. And how do? And then, then what do we do with it? How do we integrate that? If someone's continually frustrated or angry, it's like, what is that frustration or anger about? Not, don't be angry. That's a lower emotion. Focus on gratitude. No, that doesn't always work. Doing a gratitude list doesn't always work. There might be some deep, serious inner work of. The person may have a very good reason that they're angry or frustrated or, you know, annoyed or irritated. Anger, annoyance, irritation on a long-term basis has to do with boundaries, that boundaries are constantly being eroded or crossed, whether you're eroding your own boundaries or you're allowing other people to do so, or a work situation is doing it, like we don 't have overtime anymore because we 're not paying for overtime, and then people are given extra workload after a while you're going to be upset you're going to be annoyed, irritated, angry, feel like you're taken advantage of right so there, or there's only an hour of overtime allowed, and you're doing and the workload is two hours now in that situation, this is where coming from the higher self comes in is. If you need that position or that income, that job, whatever you're doing, if you need that right now, it does no good to be angry about it. You have to find the purpose or the reason for why you're there and acknowledge that. And I always like to say, okay, this is good, this is helping me, and I want to do this, and I want another position or job or whatever it is that brings more income so eventually I can leave this. A little bit of manifesting energy there, you guys. So look around right now in your life and see how this applies, you know, and, and maybe you're wanting to get out of a certain situation. You have to see how it's working for you. And, and I have found nine times, nine and a half times out of ten, when people are very angry at their job, it's because they're giving too much. They're even giving more when, than what the people are wanting. And also they're wanting some level of emotional fulfillment, from that job and it may not be there. Not all jobs or positions bring emotional fulfillment. Some of them just bring income. Some of them bring income and insurance card. Right? And so then you have to f- consciously find your fulfillment in another area, another avenue, another structure, another organization, another activity or hobby. Make sense, gang? Make sense? So, if you're feeling blocked delayed there's a recalibration of energy there's an alchemizing of the shadow which is also the potential for new and greater soul expression and experience also you want to look at what's your best environment for you where you're at now look at your environment what do you need to be more peaceful calm fulfilled more productive more inspired if you're saying oh my god well i really need to be in a lush environment I need to be, you know, a, a garden, but I only have a deck off the off my, you know, apartment window or condo window, then make that deck the best damn garden that you can. Bring in those flowers. Okay? Work with what you have right now, gang. And then the other two things are, if you would, that would greatly help you are two pick-a-card readings that I did, uh, which is create the best, no wait, what is it what is it where is it oh why are you in the circumstances you're at that's about two months ago it's all about why you're in the current circumstances that you are in and then the second one is the virgo new moon which uh dropped uh 9 11 what was that monday monday or tuesday dropped tuesday uh virgo new moon and there's a new moon ritual in that that is a really good ritual kick-ass ritual i cannot wait to do it
5: um
4: the longer pick a cards that i have always have a meditation they may have a ritual um i do go into collective energies and what's going on and how it could be affecting individual and and then i do the pick a card you can skip all that and get to the pick a card if you want to Up to you, up to you. Let's get to callers, 347-539-5122. Let's get the first caller. Hi, you're on air.
2: Oh, hi, Michelle. It's Donna. I was calling for a reading. How are you? Hey, Donna. I'm doing great. How are you doing? How are you doing? Well, my one brother has terminal cancer. My sister has breast and lymph
3: node cancer, so I'm going to go up and help both of them.
4: Oh god. Yeah, young, okay. so diagnosed at the same time. Oh, that's gotta be hard for you.
3: Yeah, it is. I love them both dearly, yeah. Oh. But it's okay. We we're 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 keeping positive thoughts and everything. Good.
4: Good. Yeah. Good. So what do you, what do we wanna yeah. look at?
3: I love life. I don't have one.
4: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs>
4: well you have one. It needs to be filled up. Um, I would definitely yeah. suggest to you also to do my, the New Moon Ritual that I did. Go to my YouTube, Soul Insights and Tarot, and it's the Virgo New Moon Ritual. It's the latest video, oh. and that's going to help you. It's a very small ritual. It's, a, it's called scripting. It works. It's also a hypnotherapy process. It works with the subconscious mind um, encoding. But first of all, you have to see you have a love, and I love your humor, by the way, but yet you have a love life. I want you to make room for that because you want to fill it. One yeah. thing I get with you also, Donna, not just because you have these, you know, people that you love in your life that are going through this, you know, passage in, with this condition uh-huh. that we call cancer. You also tend, there's a lot of focus a lot for you on other people, a lot. So I feel yeah. for you psychically what I see, yeah, you need to carve out some space to even let someone in or some new influence in. Um, and and that, you know, that could be, I don't know, I would even visualize space. When you go out, just feel it. Take a breath in and as you breathe out, just as with the out breath, feel more space and see this person coming in. Because I do feel you are going to meet someone. I feel right now, I feel in a way you're just overtaxed. You're, you're, you know, you're just, there's actually no room emotionally to draw anyone in. And I feel the type of person you want, and I do feel you will get, is someone that also nurtures you or take, takes care of you. You know, that's, um, so let's see, Donna, what's coming up for, What's I'm going to ask, what's coming up for filling up, Donna's love life. We want to fill that cup up. All right. It may be a, it may be a while. It, it it I would say next year. It may be towards um June. Okay. So you've got some um It's also saying with work or where you're working or 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 or, or, or yeah, no. I that's why it's so weird because I gave you that Meditation about extending space. I feel this person is going to come through um, routine or everyday activity, something that you do every day. I'm telling you, you get get yourself
2: retired.
4: Oh, yes. That I was going to say. Well, they're retired too. I was going to say. Get that tea. Get that coffee when you walk on the beach. They come from your daily routine. And you start up a conversation. Oh,
6: okay. And the
4: person is also retired. Yeah, that's how they come in. Yeah. So whatever is in that routine, that's – now, mind you, it could be you see them a couple times, you know, or you get something to go. Maybe you get a coffee and something to go, but this time you I stay a little longer, you know, <laughs> or drink that tea that coffee <laughs> there that. That croissant there, yeah. They come in your daily routine. All right, Donna, keep us posted. Go, go watch those videos. Thank you, Michelle. Virgo new moon ritual, soul insights and tarot. Lots of love. Soul insights and tarot. Thank you.
2: Yes, soul insights
4: and tarot on YouTube, or you can just search my name on uh, YouTube, and it'll it'll come up. And it's the new moon ritual. It's in the. The video that was just posted, Virgo New Moon Ritual. Okay, bye. Thank you. All right, Jackie in the chat. Donovan and I are going to do the New Moon Ritual either tonight or tomorrow night. Oh, thank you. Oh, and you're loving the rituals. Ooh, okay. Thank you, Jackie. Yeah, I did emb- I think I'm going to go, go back because I was with my blog. I don't know if I did this. I said, told my Patreon peeps this, but our wonderful Soul Awakening community. But my, I can't get in the WordPress in the back end of my website. So now I'm, going to, I'm doing the numerology um, insights and monthly focus on Patreon. And then I guess I'll bring the new moon and full moon uh, writings and rituals I was doing on my blog. I guess I will bring it to my YouTube channel. Does that sound good, Jackie? Let me know in the chat. Does that sound good, pe- peeps? My lovely, heartfelt, soul light beings that I love connecting with so much. All right, let's see next caller. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, you're on the air.
5: Hi, hi. This is Carla. Thanks for taking my call. You asked me to give you an update. Hi, oh, hi. I, I for had Carla Yeah. Yeah, I had called a couple of times regarding uh, the sale of my condo, and uh, you kept picking up that it would sell, Ridiculous. but unfortunately, it didn't. So Still not. Just, what? Ha- no. Oh. No. Oh. So I'm. I'm at the point where, like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna lower. put off the market and just not even lower Lowered the hood. price. I did. But yeah,
4: but a lot of stuff. I've been seeing stuff not selling, and I've been in my Patreon. What that was one of my predictions. There's gonna be a lot of houses on the market. I would wait, I would pull it off and I would bring it back on the spring. Part of it is also I remember you put it on the winter months, right? Didn't you put it on? And I did
5: and then I took it off. Uh, I know, but on, see that, uh, but people, over the look, the yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah, people notice that, they look at that. Who knows, timing, maybe I was yeah. picking up next spring. But I would take it off and, um, you know, wait a bit, you may have to, uh, lowered. I've been telling all my clients to wait on the the, the, the sale um, depending where they're at or they're buying, waiting on buying, rather, because I do see that there's going to be a lot of, um, what do they call it in real estate language, uh, there's going to be a lot of product. There's going to be a lot of product on the market. You will sell it. You'll be able to get out of it, see what you can do, you know, in the meantime, mm-hmm. I guess, Carla, that I would say. Um, because part of, you know, Sometimes our individual um, path dovetails what's going on collectively. You know, I took a hit, was it 2009, 2010? You know, and the market was so depressed, and I was like, I think it was 2008 Was things got bad. And I was like, oh, it's not going to hurt me or hit me because, you know, I have savings, I have this, I have that, and I got hit. I was like, oh, my God, you know, my my investments mm-hmm. went down. Certain other things happened financially, and, um, I, you know, it was it – was, I got impacted, you know. Even though I did everything, quote, unquote, right, I got impacted by what was going on collectively. So yeah, that can sometimes happen. But I you know I hear your disappointment.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is disappointing. Yeah. Oh.
4: So what are you going to do?
5: I'm not sure. We're contemplating renting, but it's like not not my first um, option. You know, obviously, I wanted to sell and just be done with it. Because, you know, renting is is a different ball game, and you got to make sure um, that the tenant is good and reliable. And uh, I just I've so, had rental right property now,
4: before. I wouldn't. Yeah, you mm-hmm. could attract somebody good. Let me see, why is this happening to Carla? Let's look at that. Why, yeah, that would, would be nice. <laughs> to... Okay, why is this happening to Carla? we not selling the property. What is she meant to do? What is she? Okay you're meant to free up mentally and there there may be some projects or something or activities, something that you're wanting to do, but this has consumed you. I feel if you, whatever that is, whatever it's creatively or project or different way of working or some kind of activity that is much more inspirational and fulfilling for you, it may be, yes, put somebody in this place that you make more money, you know, or receive more money through the rent scaling down and focusing on that next step while you're here because it's going to change something in your mind. Uh, it's going to loosen something up in your mind or your mental state or your mindset, your you know, mental emotional focus. And I don't know what that is for you rather than unless I deep dive and you know, these are just mini readings. Um, but I will leave you with one example. Years ago, a really, really good friend of mine and also a client one, I think she was 44 at the time. She wanted to have uh, kids. You know, she got married, and, want, and they, did in, they, they come from a lot of means, so they did in vitro two or three times. And she even went to a very, very well-known psychic bestseller book, and the psychic said, you know, you're not going to have kids. Just get used, you know. And I said, no, you will. You'll have one child. And I felt it was a girl. And, no, I know, Michelle, you're trying to be nice. I said, no, I'm a psychic channel. I'm telling you, it's in your soul path to have one child. I go, but what has to happen first is you have to do your art show. Because she was an artist, just a fledgling, beginning mm-hmm. kind of artist. And mm-hmm. she did her art show, and six months later she became pregnant. So I don't know. I don't make this stuff up. It's, I don't know. It's whatever's in the soul. The soul has a destiny. And, and sometimes... We're meant to do something before something else happens. It's not punitive. It's just the way that it just the way that it is. And I always look back on that. I have another client, similar thing. Theirs was a move to Colorado, and I had predicted her. Uh, I think she was the one that was 44 because she was like, well, I have this medical condition. The doctor in England said I'm not going to get pregnant. I have this medical condition, makes it impossible. I said, no, I see a child, but it's going to be when you're – when you move with your husband and you get the business going and you'll get pregnant and she got pregnant. So I don't know. There's something like that going on with you, with this house and something else that you're meant to do. So if you integrate and start doing that other thing, then that's going to shift the energy. That's all that I can tell you.
1: Hmm. All right,
4: Carla, I appreciate you calling back in and sharing. You take care. Bye. Thank you. You're so welcome. Hi, you're on air. Hello, hello. Hi. Okay, that's 347. I'll come back to you. You guys, if you put your hands up, stay by the phone. Or put the speakerphone on if you're moving around. Hi, you're on air.
6: (laughs) Hi, Michelle. It's Julia from Florida.
4: Hey, Julia. Another move situation, Julia. I can pick it up. What is it?
6: Well, still still trying to move. Um, I've been basically caregiving. I'm similar to, to Donna. I've been caregiving for my mother for the past two years, Aww. and she does not want to move. So that's part of it is her health is not in the best. So mm. everything is just kind well, of got put on the answer. back burner with the move. So,
4: Yeah, there's your answer. How are you doing where you're at?
6: Um, you know, up and down. Sometimes I get a little overwhelmed with everything, but, uh, you know, trying to stay positive and, you know, it's my mom, so I'm doing the best I can. Um, yeah. actually, I called in today because my birthday Saturday and I was kind of hoping for maybe some insights and you know, something to sort of look forward to or, you know, spirit, okay, give me a little... Let's...
2: Shout little out, little, <laughs> little
4: shout out, little okay, Spirit, give me a little shout out here. Come on. Listen, I was yelling at Spirit the other day. I was like, "I've been doing this a long time. Some things have to change. Some things have to shift." It's good to get a little demanding every now and then. That's a good. That's a good energy if it's like anger, if it's positively directed or directed in a life-enhancing way. Ooh, similar to Don, you need to get out. Are you staying? I even see a drive. If you can get in the car and you need, Julia, you need to clear your head. You need to clear your head. What's What's worrying you? There's something really worrying on your mind, pressing on your. The word I hear, pressing.
6: Yeah. Well, my mom's actually in the hospital. She's been in the okay. hospital since okay. Friday. So. And they've been doing test after yep. test and procedures. Okay. She just had one today, so it's been a lot.
4: Yeah, that's, I can, okay, so that's coming up the most. Um, I'm going to suggest a drive and in some kind of, whether it's in person or online, like a yin yoga or stretching class, even if you do it just 10 or 15 minutes, or you can go on YouTube and look for yin yoga um, or nidra yoga even, which is like a, like hypnotherapy. The first time I did nidra yoga, I was like, oh, my God, this is hypnotherapy. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and just it, – it's not about doing a whole class. I would say just 10 to 15 minutes of the asanas or what we call stretching, you know, the postures, is going to help you. You need nurturing, care, Um, you know if you can afford it get a massage chiropractic appointment if you want to go that way but if you can't do something or just get foot massage or reflexology or manicure or pedicure something where you're getting some other energy in because i just see i don't want you to get sick or anything your your energy field is extremely drained there's there's just very little energy
6: yeah, uh, I literally just got over COVID like a week and a half ago. I got oh, COVID. Oh,
4: that's why too. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Well, so you're I am there. Great. You go because I was like, I'm looking yes. at your subtle. I go, well, I gotta tell her. Oh.
6: Okay, yeah. Okay. This, yeah.
4: this This time building up though, you got to build. You got to build some some self extra self care and and nurturing. That's going to greatly, greatly help you. Now I do see you going out. I do see. Of, I feel a friend. There's somebody you're going to be going out with and having a really nice time, a conversation. I see it outdoors, um, yeah. so that's good.
6: But the Well, I have a use- trip planned. Oh perfect. I just wanted to okay. tell you that- real quick to confirm what you're saying. I, I have a trip planned. My granddaughter's turning two, so next Tuesday I'm flying to Kansas City for her birthday. So I'll be gone oh, for a week and then I'll be rejuvenating.
1: <laughs> so fun. Yeah, so, well, I yes, see you outdoors. That's
6: confirming talking. what you're saying. So.
4: Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, because I do see some, yeah, outdoor activity, party or something, or drinks and eating, uh, rest, like at a restaurant too. So um, that's going to be yeah. really good. But make sure you integrate. Otherwise you're going to slip back into sickness. I'm just going to be honest with you, straightforward. Um, you, you need extra energy in. And if you can't get it from other people um, on a regular basis, then just doing 5, 10 minutes, 20 minutes of what I'm suggesting will help, you know. Um, yeah. Foot massage, something like that. Or put your feet in like a little hot t- tub of water, what do you call it, like soak. Do, that'll help also.
2: Mm-hmm. While watching
4: TV or something. All right, Julia, have a great trip. Happy birthday Thank to your you. granddaughter. Thank you.
6: Big hug. Oh, thank you, thank you so much, Michelle. I really needed this, so thank you very
4: much. Appreciate oh, it. you're welcome. Sending mm-hmm. you lots of love. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick you in my healing circle.
6: Oh, my thank energy you. I healing really appreciate and that. So.
4: Yeah, thank you.
6: Welcome.
4: Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Katie. How are you? I'm doing great. What's the first name?
7: Katie.
6: Katie
7: Hi, Katie. Welcome. Hi. Um I wanted some help with um I guess the energy around um moving to either Atlanta or Charlotte. I just want to know what's the energy around those two places.
4: Get Atlanta. They're very similar. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Is that true? Because I see you have connections in both. Somehow I feel mm -hmm. you're going to – it's almost like one has your heart, but I'm seeing that Charlotte, are you getting ready to go there? I went there.
7: Oh, you went there recently? Well, um, maybe a few months ago I went to visit. Oh, okay. Because I, yeah, I went to visit. Because, mm-hmm.
4: because it shows you checking out Charlotte more. So I don't know if I'm picking that up because you recently went there
7: or yeah, back there. Yeah, what I would do is if I do move to Atlanta, I can know it's only like a three-hour, four-hour drive. I said I would, you know, I can just visit. Like, say, if I don't move there within the next year, I could just, if I live in Atlanta, I could just, you know, visit Charlotte a lot.
4: Oh, Okay. Because I definitely feel now, Atlanta seems to have more people, or more people you know, or more opportunity. There could even be a job. So I would say that may be your hub, and then you're checking mm-hmm. out Charlotte. More is what I'm hearing, but both okay. of them read well. Read well for you, by the way. They they yeah, both read I, well.
7: Yeah, you know what? As, I've, as I was like waiting to talk to you, I realized. I kind of asked myself what I thought you might ask <laughs> me. And what I re- – yes, and what I realized is that – because um, I'm, like, somewhere else. I'm not in either one of those states, but I have, like – I realize like, I have so many – just clothes and things, and I'm like, I don't even try half the stuff I have. I'm like, I can't even fit some of this stuff. Why did I like? Why do I still? Why do I still have this stuff? And I'm like, you know, what? I want like a just a makeover. You know, I want to get a new hairstyle. Yeah. I want to have new clothes, and and I want to feel um, very confident. I'm going to get back into my feminine energy and all of that. And I realized I have furniture in storage in Atlanta, and I said, you know what? I've been paying or I've almost paid half of what the furniture costs, just keeping it in storage. And then I'm like, I don't want to pay to move it to Charlotte's about $2,000. I'm like, that's even paying again to have that same furniture. And I was like, you know what, I don't feel like dealing with all of this right now. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. getting new furniture, yeah. all of this. So I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to have to just put a hole on Charlotte, get my stuff yeah, out of for uh, looks- storage yeah,
4: Yeah. well, there's some anchor for you in Atlanta, so there may be someone you're meant to connect with or meet or finish up, you know, something, some kind yeah. of connection, a completion there. Now that you even tell me the, the furniture, that's just confirming what I'm seeing, you going to Atlanta yeah. first, you know, that there's, there's yeah. a lot holding you there. There's a lot, you know, like yeah. an anchor there for you. Wow. Yeah. Okay, keep us posted so on the move. Keep us posted on will. the news. Thank we'll excited you. Excited to you see so how much.
5: everything unfolds. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. Bye.
0: Thank you.
2: Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Hi. My name is Tina from Colorado. Uh, yeah, Tina. Who hi. Is it? Who is, Tina. Hi, Tina. Tina. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello Michelle. Thank you for it. Yeah. Um, so first, I'm talking to you. Um, oh, cool! I listen to your shows, and I because you, you're, you're right, you're right to the to the point. And sometimes yeah. you know the yeah. truth, the truth does hurt uh, I time. do. <laughs> listen, show, I've always uh,
4: been this way. One time, I went out with friends. We were all going out, going mm-hmm. out to the club, and I didn't say anything about something my friend was wearing and or it was the hair, the hair. Oh, yeah. And then they asked me later, why didn't I say anything? And what I said, do you really want to know my opinion? And, by the way, it was horrible. Listen, gang, I've been a teacher. I was a model. I don't know. My mercury is in Leo. I, 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 I may fudge on my weight. <laughs> but everything else I'm pretty honest about. And I said, listen, don't – and I, I talked to her about it, and she agreed later. She's like, yeah, and – I said, look, if I don't say something, I'm not the type of friend that says, wow, you look great, and I don't feel that you do,
5: oh.
4: I really will say the truth. you know. So sometimes people will ask me something, I'm like, do you want to, are you sure? Do you want to know the truth? Do you want, or what do, you, what do you want to know? Why are you asking me? And they'll go, no, no, tell me the truth. But I have really good clients because of that that come back all the time or work with me continually, and friends, because they say, I know if I go to Michelle – even if i don't agree with her she will tell me her truth you know or what what the truth is you know and like if you're wearing a mini skirt that's way just like you know not fitting okay and you're coming out i i'll be like and then i'll give a look and then they'll say what do you think i'm like okay are we 52 <laughs> are we 22 i'm just saying if you got yeah. the legs, wear it. It's not about the age. If you got the body, wear it. But I think we have to be, you know, just respectful of our, uh, you know, sac- our sacred energy field in a body. It's like what yeah. makes us really feel good and what fits with us. So, yeah, to your point, Tina, yes, I do have that um, part of me. So, anyway, welcome. I'm glad that you got on air. And, um, Thank you. I'm glad to connect with you. Yeah, what's Thank your question?
2: You. Yeah, okay, so my question is uh, – I have a very very nice uh, friend that I, I like and uh very much and we had a little bit of discord and I've been um praying and have communicated I think that we have cleared the field or it's almost clear and but the second part to that is where he's located is he going through a transformation like I think I think what I'm feeling like he's going to discover some stuff with, with the business, the business partner, or one—it's near the same office. And I was moving. To that. I, he's
4: moving, or business is moving. There's changes in what he's work. His work—is that true?
2: He did mention that word too. Yeah. He, where's he moving to?
4: Um, I don't know, but it shows changes either in his work or work location or changes in his environment, so he could definitely be moving whether house, you know, where he lives and or even his job. So he's in a lot of transition. I feel like there's a lot that um how do I say this? There's a lot that he didn't take care of that he has to take care of now. That's
2: the best way I can put it. Wow. Um, um. Do you, okay. Do you see him? Like, is he like changing stuff with his business partner? It's a female, or there's there's like a male and another female there. There's, there's two other people.
4: Is he what with his? I didn't hear the question.
2: Uh yes, because well, he's moving. Uh, do you know is if he uh, is uh, later and transitioning? that his business partner has not been very honest in in, in ethical practices with him? That I don't know. That,
4: that would take a, me to do a, a more personal reading. I'd have to do a deeper dive. All I do see is there's change or unrest uh, with the business. Uh, he has decisions to make about business, maybe where to stay oh. or move on from it and also with his, his living situation. So he's got a lot of it, fluctuation. There's a lot of influx for him. Um, yeah, there's a lot of decisions that he has to make right now. So he's overwhelmed with whatever's going on. He's overwhelmed with whatever is going on. Um, all right, Tina, I need to get to the next caller because our guest is going to be calling in a little bit, and I hope you stay on the line for them coming on air. Okay?
2: Take care. This is what I do you see him coming over here?
4: hi, you're on air. welcome hello, okay, and I think we will get let's see when our guest comes on. um hi, you're on air,
3: oh hi, Michelle. It's Jennifer calling from
2: Canada. Hi, Jennifer.
4: welcome, thank you. Okay. um,
3: I've been getting I've been pulling tarot cards a lot lately. I like do it every day, but um, yeah. I've been feeling like I keep getting the the tower and death, but, you know, I know it's not necessarily the negative, but they're very reoccurring. Um, I I feel like there's something going on universally. Um, Wondering if you can tap in and see if you've got some sort of vibe on what's going on as well. With you? Well, I don't think necessarily me, because when I'm pulling the cards, I'm pulling it for everybody.
4: Um, so I feel well. We myself. are in tower moments of shifting the mind. I mean, there's a lot. I, I've predicted some stuff in the August um, pick a card readings, the general overview of a lot of the changes, climatic uh, and governmental. So yeah, there is a lot. But tower usually the tower has to do with getting rid of rigid thinking or or, or mindset. It usually has to do with some kind, of, whether mental, emotional, structure could be environmental structures, but usually it is coming to different cons- conclusions. Um, you know, from the perception of the, 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 if you look at it, somebody's been in the hangman position, take, you know, researching, getting different perspectives, different points of view, um, and then there is this kind of, you know, breakthrough, right, at the 13,
6: which is the death oh. card?
4: Which is renewal? Yeah, which is renewal, right? The, the death. Something's changing. So yes, there's a lot of collective change happening within systems and structures. Uh, you know, obviously yes, um, but there's also, would say, with you, you're having to change. It could, the tower could be our routine. It could be, you know, you could look at consciously and see what needs to be re-looked at, re examined, uh changed, where am I too rigid or looking at this outcome or this way or this approach. I would start with that because that tower I mean the 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 death card and the tower card really go uh archetypally quite, you know together. So
3: Okay, so if we're going into Akashic Records, is it possible for Akashic Records to change? Let's so say, for yes. instance, that, you know, yeah, okay, so if it's not I'm doing a
4: whole, if, if you go to my Instagram, there's a link, I'm doing a whole Akashic clearing. A lot of people, the old school thought, you know, would say that the records would, looking at it literally like it's etched in stone... So there's a lot going on right now between the Akashic plane and astral plane to see about what is carrying enough resonance, coherence, and vibrational frequency to then be bumped down to the etheric plane, which in the Tree of Life is um, the ninth sphere, Yusad, the foundation, the testing place to see if, if enough vibrational frequency, resonance, coherence, and energy has congealed enough, or to manifest into form, denser physical form. So there's a lot going on etherically in the spirit realm right now, to to see next steps and next directions. Everything is mutable. You know what, Jennifer? You bring up a good point because our guest, who's coming on now, we will probably be touching upon this, um, and because she does work in this realm as well uh, as I do. So. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to a deep dive. So why don't you hang on, stay on. You might get your question answered. If she's open to answering questions, I will come back around. So what I'm going to say to everybody listening, if you had a personal question for me, please save it till next Wednesday. If you might have a question for our guest predicated on what we're talking about, uh, then keep, your, keep the hand up. Press 1 on your keypad. Um, if it's going to be relevant to our conversation, okay? All right, Jennifer, thanks for calling in.
2: Thank
4: you.
1: Mm -hmm. Hi, Amy, you're on air.
4: Whoops, I think so. How are you? Hey, we've got Amy Robeson here, healer, (laughs) spiritual mentor. Hello, hello, Amy.
1: Hi, I'm
2: so excited to be here with you. (laughs) Likewise, likewise.
4: Um, let's just get a little bit of your background so people can know uh, a bit about you and connect in with yeah. you more before we uh, dive in deeper. So whatever you'd like to share. I, I always kind of like to say the uh, kind of the first awakening uh, and then, you know, because we have many awakenings. That's why the podcast is awakenings, yes. Right? And then the awakening to what you're doing now, how that happens. Yeah,
1: so- Yeah, so um, I'm Natasha Cracker, Master Teacher. Uh, My first awakening was in my—I mean, the first awakening that I remember—that was a pivotal moment in my life. Um, It was in my early 20s, and I didn't want to be here anymore because I had a really hard, traumatic childhood, and um, I just didn't want to do this anymore. I felt really stuck, and I was really struggling, and. I just kept hearing to um, go to hot yoga. And so I actually listened to this inner guidance. Um, At the time, I didn't have the word intuition, but um, I went, and that completely changed my life. It completely saved my life. And that started this um, trajectory of following the energy that presented itself to me. And um, the second time I had like a big awakening is the second time I cracked my tailbone in my life and I went into a Ooh. depression and I knew I'd, it, cracking your wow, tailbone is something. the heck?
4: <laughs> that, okay, it seems like that
1: would be painful, Amy. I mean, it's beyond. Beyond painful. Beyond. I cracked it once yeah. when I was 19 and I cracked it again. Oh. When I um, moved to Charleston to be with my husband and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And I was like really sad because I went back to school and I had this idea of what I was going to do, but I never thought that I would go and move to a different state and be with my husband, my now husband. And so it was like, I just didn't know what to do. And One, I was meditating back when I lived in Wisconsin or when I was in yoga back in Wisconsin, I was kept getting this guidance, like, start meditating, start going deeper with this. And so instead of going into a severe depression, I was like, I'm finding a meditation teacher and I want to have someone that teaches me how to interpret my dreams. Because at the time I was having severe dreams where, like, someone would be killing me or someone would be, be torturing me. And so I wanted to understand them because I knew intuitively that it was much more than that because I've I've remembered my dreams since I was a kid. And so I wanted to learn what they meant. And so yeah. my first teacher taught me how to meditate. And then uh, she taught me how to be a meditation teacher. <laughs> and it sounds so fluffy, but it wasn't. Like, we learned like, hands-on healing and exorcism and how to be a medium and... This is when I started um, accessing the records, and um, through through this, and this particular point in my life has led me to where I am now because I just kept following the energy. And whenever you follow the energy of what's presenting itself to you, magical doors open, even when you're uncomfortable going through them. And Mm, um, I love what you're sharing here.
4: I always say, follow the resonance. That's the energy. Yeah. And magical helpers appear. Can you talk about that? Because I feel, I've got confirmation goosebumps all over, Amy. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I, I can feel it. your energy, your portal. Oh, I love it. Um, I really feel if you can underscore that a bit, because that, to me, is so much the new paradigm, what people have to understand more than law of magnetic attraction it, it's like resonance where's the energy
1: follow yeah the energy. and so i'm going to use another another um thing because my friend says this okay and she says follow the thread and follow the so what it, it, you know the thread there's like a thread yes. of energy and so i just posted that and, yeah Come she goes me. follow the no, thread. no a few
4: weeks ago yeah i just got goosebumps
1: everywhere <laughs> i'm like yeah
4: you're talking to me sister. I love this. Yes. Fall.
1: So we yeah. have to talk,
4: we have to dive into this because I feel so many people are lost right now and we're really people are having to learn another way of navigating. That's always been there, but it's yes. going to become more, right? More and more and more prevalent. It is going to be the way we do life. And a lot of people are struggling with this, you know? So it's if you scary can share, right? If you don't mind sharing some examples of how did you know to follow the thread, how did you know to see the thread, what did that, or the energy, how, if you can give some little examples that might highlight this for yeah. people listening right
1: now, I'd appreciate it. So for me, when it, 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 I, I listen to what my heart is saying, and listening might be hearing, feeling, knowing, seeing. Um, and so okay. it just depends um And so, for for me, like I, and this is an example, like I wanted to do hands-on healing, but I was really scared to do it. And I, back then, I was in um, my previous career, and so I worked every Saturday, and I had a Sunday off. And we were supposed to go water skiing, and so I met a new friend, and I was like, "Hey, you want to go water skiing with us tomorrow?" And she's like, "No, I'm doing something weird." And I'm like. Well, what are you doing? Like instantly I'm like perking up. I'm like, I, I, I like weird. Let me know. And she's like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get Reiki certified. I go, I have no idea what that is, but I'm supposed to go with you. Can I come? And it was, mm. it wasn't even, it was just this really deep knowing that I don't know what that is. I just know I'm supposed to go with you and I'll figure it out when I get there. And, um, and it's trusting that that's what you're supposed to be doing. And so for me, it was just this really deep knowing that I was supposed to do whatever she was going to go do, even if I didn't know what it was. And that's how I just kind of navigate life in general, is if I get a full body yes on it, even if I don't understand all of the ins and outs, because right now what we're moving into is we're in this great time of massive awakening but we don't have to know or see the big picture. It's more about following the stepping stones or following the thread. And each stepping stone opens another door that creates the big picture for you. And if you follow Mm -hmm. it, magic, it's just magic. If you go against it, which is like trying to paddle um, up the river instead of floating down the river, if you go against the current, things just become a lot more challenging, a lot more harder. And they're a lot more challenging than just doing the uncomfortable thing that you're, saying, you're being guided to say yes to. Yeah. And you're reminding me
4: of a situation I had years ago. I moved in the Marine, and I didn't know anybody or hardly. And, and I had this thought Something happened to my car. I think it needed a I don't know what it was going on with the car I had at the time. And I had this thought where something about if somebody is going to be there to help, you know. And mm-hmm. someone gave me a referral for this car place. I still use them to this day. And awesome. I, in my meditation it came through you're in good hands, just relax. You're being taken care of. I kid you not, Amy. The guy. First of all, the place comes and picks you up to take your car in, right? <laughs> the guy puts his hand, one hand. He was older, but I'll never forget him. Gray hair. Puts his hand on my shoulder and says, "Oh, don't worry. Yes, we pick you up and we can take you back. Or if you need to go somewhere, you just call us." He goes, "Don't worry, we got you. You're in good hands." And I went, "Oh." Yes. You know, <laughs> that synchronicity to follow that, that opening, the energy, um, you know, like trust this place. Follow, I feel a good connection here. I feel a good connection with this person. I feel a good connection with this referral. I feel, yeah. and I feel if like every, people can just integrate what we're sharing, you know, what you're talking about. If you can, if they need to start integrating it every day, everything not just the big thing, yeah. or when they're lost or confused. Um, what would be your suggestion to bringing it more into everyday living?
1: Or how did you... Stop saying you're confused. Like that's ah, a big thing. Like I was whoa, doing a bunch of readings earlier that. today and that was a really big message. It's like be honest with yourself. You're not confused. If you keep yeah. saying you're confused, you're going to be confused. Yeah. But deep down... The majority, like 90% of the people know exactly what they want to do, but they're too scared to take the leap of faith. Yeah. And if you actually get honest with yourself that, oh, this is what I want to do, but I'm scared, that opens up new doorways. If you sit there and say you're confused, you're just going to sit in the confusion bubble. And that's going to create more chaos and more confusion for you than versus like, hey, I'm scared, I want to do this very thing, universe, God, divinity, whatever sacred title you give that sacred being, help me. And guess Mm -hmm. what? They're going to help you. But you've got to be open to the synchronicities and not question them as well because it's like that story that you just said about you're in good hands, like you can't make that up. No, right? It's it's such a beautiful thing.
4: And, and something to your point, I love this, you're not confused. That's why I, I know when I got trained in my counselor training, they said, you know, if a client ever says to you, you know, I don't know, you have to say they do know because precisely why you said Amy, because we all know. It's not, we don't know when we're asked a question. We might answer with five different things or ten different things or five, mm-hmm. five different feelings, but we know. And the other thing, right, is our higher self never sleeps. There's a part of us that's orchestrating everything. It's just that little ego part that may not know what's going on. Um, But I think that's so powerful what you said. First of all, don't say you're confused. I love that. I think that's so empowering. Because right away when you say that, it just puts you right in that center point, right? It's like Mm -hmm. you immediately start anchoring, getting more grounded with, yeah, I'm not confused. I love that.
1: Yeah, and even if you cool. don't know everything, you just you yeah. at least know enough to get to the, the step that the next step. That's a, and that's all you need. Like, yeah. just a little bit of information to get to the next step, to get to the next step, to get to the next step. And one thing leads to the other, and it just beautifully unfolds.
4: Yeah, or connect with the part that isn't confused because if there is a part that can be confused. And I love that saying, I think it's Einstein, out of confusion comes uh, creation and out of chaos comes new order. And we're in that time Mm. period. But I agree with you on one level. Honestly, even if times are confusing or it looks like confusion on the outside, I really feel, to your point, what you said earlier about listening to your heart, you know reading the energy connecting with the signs a lot of people and i would even say mainstream people even are not confused mm-hmm. it might be confusing times yeah. but you kind of do know what to do right and that's kind of what i'm hearing you say there's usually some in- yeah. intuition a little voice or impetus to do something no matter what it looks like mm-hmm. externally in the world is that is that kind of what
1: you're saying yeah, I, I, yes. And I think that sometimes, and what I'm being guided to share too is like, sometimes I think people mistake stress for confusion.
6: Mm. And stress
1: okay. is a big culprit in our lives. Like we are constantly bombarded by so many different things. And that, all of that energy, if you think about just your social media feed. Mm-hmm. social media feed can stress you out within the matter of seconds depending on what's in your feed for the day or what's in your feed in that particular moment. And yeah. it can be on a conscious level or a subconscious level that you're getting stressed out because sometimes you can be in comparison mode on an unconscious level because you see all these like picture perfect realities yep. which there really aren't. Um, but th- th- this is an illusion and so there's these, these high expectations of, and I'm just hearing you use this example, and please note, anybody that does this, there's nothing wrong with this. I actually think it's a really cute, but it can create expectations of what you're supposed to be doing. And this is the example that I'm being guided to use. It's Christmas time, taking matching pictures with all the matching pajamas with your whole family and posting that on social yeah. media. There's this expectation of what Christmas time or what the holidays look like, and and even like um, uh, engagements or baby announcements or gender mm-hmm. reveals. There's these all these different expectations on social media that we encounter throughout the day, and and your subconscious is taking inventory of that, and it can create. Um, unnecessary stress, and it can create stress that you're not even aware of in the nervous system and that yeah. stress can be mistaken as for confusion
4: yeah that's a good point that's because all that stimuli coming in now I think you've let's dive into this a little more because that totally is like a pet peeve of mine that uh, especially when everybody was doing that snapping, where they disappear, or they're in the closet, and they're in this clothes and act clothes, or dancing and saying they're a spiritual gangsta, and they're just—I'm like, you are not spiritual. <laughs> There's all these not different gangsta. gangsta. <laughs> I know, but it was people that it didn't even fit them, who they are, but they're just doing it yeah. because everybody else is doing it, and that's so not the mm-hmm. soul. So it was really it kind of just like, oh my god, do some you know, connect in with yourself. But that comparison, I feel like it also, what it does is it, and maybe you have an antidote to this, it, it drowns out people's intuition. It's like, my thing is don't just post what everybody else is posted, or the song, or the snapping up and down, or using AF all the time. I'm this, as accurate as AF, I'm as gangsta as AF, you know, for spirituality. Yeah. And I get yeah. it's a thing when you first see it a few times, Especially if the person looks like that, that that's what they're about, it's kind of cool, you know. I guess, I mean, this has yeah. a place because there could be the granny that's on the biker bar, t- you know, but that person
1: is really like that. So I feel like we go through yeah, I think all that's- the authenticity part yeah like for me I'm not like- going to be on social media doing a dance like I like when I saw that trend yeah. happening I was like that's not for me that's not authentic no. and no. I can't like I literally can't bring myself to do it do I think it's cute and like there's this girl that um her and her husband like they're they track their um uh she's a sacred uh surrogate and uh-huh. He does all these really cute dances. I'm like, that is totally her personality. She owns yes. it. It's
2: beautiful. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. well, I, I used to be a mind. dancer,
1: and I didn't. I
4: didn't do it. You know, it's like, who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. I will. But I clearly certain people, because certain people that I knew actually that don't dance or hated dancing were doing it, and I'm like, find connect with your soul. Who they Like you said, authenticity. Mm-hmm. But it looks like right now this part of the awakening with the soul alignment. We're such in baby steps. I mean, some ways, quantum leaps, obviously, but also mm-hmm. in the mainstream construct, people are identifying, like, what I do. Like, if I look this way or, you know, follow this trend, then I'm, then I'm cool. You know, then I'm being unique. I'm being hip. Instead of kind of connecting in with themselves into their authenticity or what they're about, And I agree, sometimes the social media can be noisy and maybe like what you were saying earlier, maybe certain people were following the energy, you know, were following the thread happily along and then they're like, oh, I'm not getting the traction or what's happening or oh, not everybody's doing this, what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I think that happens to a lot of people. And so I don't know what your thoughts are on that because it is that comparison mode to some degree and, and they're, they're, they're getting pulled off to not listen to their intuition because perhaps what they're doing is not what everybody else is doing.
1: Yeah, well, I think there's two things that's really important is one, listening to what's true for you and not what's true for the, for, uh, the collective. Just because mm. something's true for the collective doesn't mean it's true for you. And for me, like, I'll always check in because there's, you know, for me, I have an online business. Like, so I have to stay up with what's going on because some things can affect me. But, like, Mm -hmm. um, I had my baby during COVID. And there's all these new social media platforms popping up. And, like, literally every single one that I saw was, like, not for me, not for me, not for Mm -hmm. me, not for me. I'm going to stick to my to where I know I'm meant to be at this moment in time. And then as years have progressed, I'm like, okay, I know that I'm supposed to be in this lane, and then I'll jump and I'll leap into that lane because I know that that's where I'm meant to be. And it's okay to go as slow as your system is wanting you to go. This is not a race. Mm-hmm. And I think that so often we live in a time where, everything is instant gratification that we forget that we have the option to move slower because we, you know, we, we're constantly getting dopamine hits on our phones. And because right. of that, it creates unrealistic expectations of how quickly something can manifest in real time. Um, and it takes some time for the universe to reorganize itself to assist you in manifesting the thing that you want to manifest. And so you have to be patient and you have to um, be diligent about the things that you're being guided to do and also say yes to the things that you're meant to say yes to and say no to the things that you're meant to say no to because every decision you make throughout your day has an opportunity cost. And that opportunity cost is either getting you closer to where you want to be or taking you further away from it. And the more Mm -hmm. that you recognize that, the more that you can say, okay, I'm uncomfortable with making this decision, but I know it's the right decision to make, so I'm going to do it anyway, because it gets me closer to where I want to be.
4: Yeah, so it still, it sounds like the key by what I'm hearing you share a lot is that really connecting in to the body to how you're yes. feeling that the energy it goes back to the energy you know is this right for me and that might be something good for you know it's a good reminder for me and it, i think it's good for, a reminder for everyone else or a new you know fact <laughs> toyed if you will is like bringing it back in you know maybe even at is this the right pace for is this right for me or um and i think too like what you said about energy i think We know an energy, like certain things you were saying, I got very energized and I got, you know, goosebumps all over, you know, confirmation bumps. So I think we, a lot of times we get, you know, we get the messages that this is something that would be productive or inspiring or fun for you or need to do or, and maybe if we're not getting some form of that, some form of that true, authentic energy direction, then that's maybe a signal that not now, not right now, wait, or not for us, something. But to bring it back into ourselves is what I keep hearing you say. Like, bring it back into your intuition.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think the big key point is to trust. And then, you Mm -hmm. know, I just, like, I just did a bunch of readings today, and so it's kind of in line with what we're talking about, too, because I had someone ask me, like, why do I – do the things that I know I'm not meant to be doing, even if my intuition tells me not to do them. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. you know, there's these, these times where you'll get, you'll get very clear, intuitive message, no, that's not for you. But because you don't fully understand it, and um, what, I, what I mean by you, I'm just talking about in general mm-hmm. people, because we fully yeah. don't understand it sometimes, we'll do it anyways because we have our heart set on this certain direction. Mm. <laughs> and excuse me, I need a sip of water. So sometimes I always tell people that it's important to take a step back and ask why. Sometimes you might be getting a no because you don't see or fully mm. understand the big picture and sometimes you, there might be things that are orchestrating, and if you go and say yes to that thing that you're meant to say no to, you're going to miss out on a huge opportunity that could be the very thing that completely changes your reality. Or mm-hmm. they're saying no because there's something else that's just not in alignment. It could be, and I, I use this example because, like, one time I had to go get my car fixed, and it's 45 minutes away, and I wanted to go to this specific coffee shop to work. And I've never been there, and I'm like, my intuition told me no, absolutely not. But I'm like, but it's so cute. I want to go. And so I'm like, fine, I'll just call because I know you're telling me no, but I still want to know why. So I call. Guess what? I can't work there. They don't have any tables. And so that's why my intuition was telling me no. And so sometimes it might be so simple that it's just trying to save you time for your day. But sometimes they're so stubborn if <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they want it to be a certain way. But sometimes it's just it's better to just go, okay, fine, I surrender. I won't do it.
4: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah,
1: that's another thing. Sometimes it
4: can be just, um, it, not, it doesn't have to be like a huge thing. It could be like convenience. Or I, I've had that happen so much that it's like, oh, that saved me time. Or it's, oh, I don't even have to do that now because that was done. So, you know. I would say a lot of times procrastination is our higher self-stepping in, you know, and it's saving us time or or bringing us to a better, you know, better place or better position. Um, I love that story. Now, are you open? I think we might have a couple callers that may have questions um, for you if you're open to that. Okay, cool. I saw that in your – let's see what we have here. Yeah, if anyone has questions relevant to what we're talking about, what we're sharing about, um, Sacred Awakening, and we'll talk also because Amy does have a, a course or class, something coming up about that, or the Akashic. If you want anything on that line, that note, then I will, will take questions. But anything else? Save it for another day. Hi, you're on air. <laughs> Hi, you're on air. Ciao. Somebody. Ciao! It's Zoe. Hi Zoe from Bali. Welcome. You're on air with Thank me you. and Amy Robson. Hi, Robeson?
0: Amy. Hi. Nice to meet you, Amy. I was actually uh, having a conversation today about um, working on figuring out whether it was actually the akashic or like uh, hypnotherapy. Uh, because as much as we do some inner work and different stuff like that, I still feel like sometimes there is, like, these, like, little hiccups or these little, like, inherent programming blocks that we just keep running. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if you have, you know, you were saying before, it's it's not really a block, but um, I'm wondering if you have any ad- advice around, that because I just there's just like a couple things that always in life it just keeps coming back around and I know that I'm removing or clearing a lot of it but somehow it still you know creeps (laughs) Mm
4: -hmm. so I'm gonna share something really quick Zoe and then I'm gonna share something really quick and then hand it over to Amy but because there's a perfect therapist and
2: hypnotherapist and
4: transpersonal psychologist Hypnotherapy is really the state. It's the meditative state. It's what you do in that alpha-theta state or delta. So even if you're doing interplane work, it's really kind of, and I talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, it's understanding that state of awareness and, and utilizing that. And so sometimes blocks or blockages go in another direction. Sometimes it could be part of the soul path. Uh, Sometimes it can be something that can be completely changed, eradicated, or utilized differently, you know, the energy of it or what it means. Or it could be something reoccurring that we're doing. So just to put my little two cents in. All right,
1: Amy, run with it. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. So. First off, I think it's awesome that you're aware of the hiccup and aware of the pattern because for me, I'm all about getting curious because when we get curious, we move out of judgment and we get into the ability to actually start making change. And one of the things that I love, and it doesn't matter what spiritual tool that you use, if it's hypnotherapy or the Akashic Records, one of the things that I love about the Akashic Records is you can ask in the records, like, why do I keep having this pattern reoccur and how do I solve it? Because you're aware of the pattern. That's that's one of the biggest steps in healing it in general is becoming aware of it. And so once you're aware of it, then you can start working on it in different, different ways. And sometimes um, it takes more than just, the awareness to change it, which in your case, like you're aware of it. So now what are the steps to actually start changing it? But it's, it's being really honest about yourself throughout the day and how that pattern is play how, what you're doing to play into that pattern and to reinforce that pattern because there's things that you're doing throughout the day that if you shift those behaviors throughout the day, you're going to shift right out of it. Yeah, that's huge. Because we usually are doing
4: something, because the pattern doesn't stay in place. If you look at it, the energetics of patterning, you can put your hand through it. If you have a thought or an idea, it's just energy, Mm -hmm. right, congealed or formed in a certain way, causing a a feeling, a thought, and a behavior. But, yeah, so you can do a pattern interrupt, especially if you are understanding, right, where it's coming from. Um, I love that. That's really that's great advice.
0: Interesting. <gasps> All right, Zoe. So thanks would for calling you, in. How would you? Oh. What,
4: real quick, because I want to get to other
0: people. Oh, how would you? How would you do? How would you recommend people to do um, a pattern interrupt? Because I'm definitely doing pattern interrupts. I'm just like You know, like, uh, uh like even like lack or abundance blocks, right? Because I I do have stuff that's coming in, and everything is always coming into me as I need it but uh what why uh you know maybe I'm like I feel worthy i'm I'm just like you know there's some what's a good way to do a pattern interrupt that you can suggest to people, I guess would be
1: it it's noticing okay. what your thoughts are throughout the day and what okay. your pat- so there's, what what there's you're doing clauses. throughout the day that yeah, so it's being conscious, but it's being like hyper conscious about it is what I'm saying it's like so you talked about worthiness. Pay attention to when you're talking to someone. What are some of the things that you're saying that actually go against you saying that you're worthy?
4: Yeah. And the action. So in other words, if let's say mm-hmm. you're getting in relationships where people aren't listening as much to you or taking advantage. Rather than getting caught in emotionalism, and this is where you have to understand your patterning, your, you know, your condition response patterning, you know before you even get to the, the, the soul design or soul patterning. One thing you can do, like Amy's saying, it's the thought, but also when you're engaging, if you know your pattern, then you do something differently. It's simply that. You know? I'll, I'll give myself an example because with my Mercury in Leo, which is fixed, And I have a couple of friends, one in particular, if you're listening, shout out, who has Mercury in Aquarius, and she's really fixed. I have a lot of mutability in my chart, so I'm much more flexible and kind of curious and open to things. And so one time I shared with her, I said, look, I understood that when you have Mercury in a fixed sign, and mine's Leo, and I had to learn to do this, that I may yeah, close down slurped, and say yeah, so
6: also. okay,
4: so so I may close down and say no, or in my head I'm saying no, or I'm tuning something out, and now I just tell myself, you know, and, and now I don't even really have to say it, it, just unless I'm triggered or something, but I'll just say, remember, you have, you know, Mercury and Leo, you can be, you can close down before hearing the whole thing, and so that kept me open. Mm. That's kept me that I know my pattern, and the thing is, it's a pattern that I could look at astrologically so there's no judgment there it just is what it is and now her and I will joke Mm. sometimes we'll be oh yeah it's so funny she'll go oh because I'll say something you know or sometimes because she used to be a client to ask me for reading and then she no that's not going to happen it ends up happening and I'm not going to do that and then it ends up happening so now we laugh and she goes oh my fixed mindset my fixed mindset. I'm staying open, <laughs> and right, mm. <laughs> it was a joke between us. I'm like my fixed mindset, and we'll laugh. She goes, "You've got a fixed mindset. I got a fixed mindset." So that's a pattern interrupt. We don't. She doesn't. I don't. Whatever. Go into closing because a lot of people, to Amy's point when she said, "At least you're aware of it," a lot of people don't realize what they're doing, and that's eighty percent of the issue. Is if you don't realize what you're doing you can't change it. So that's what yeah, I would just I
0: suggest realize there. Yeah, I am doing, but I'm like, why do I keep doing this if don't, I'm conscious okay, of it? <laughs> okay,
4: that's for hypnotherapy, akashic clearing, repatterning. Just start interrupting the pattern. If you see that it's something that's reoccurring all the time, to Amy's point, that's where you just interject. You can figure out the why later. I mean, if I eat... Mm-hmm. 20 chocolate chip cookies a day, and I go, oh, my God, I gained weight. Why am I eating those chocolate chip cookies? Okay, I can figure that out later. Pattern interrupt. Stop <laughs> eating 20 chocolate chip cookies a day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <It's>
0: like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Zoe, love you. I want to get to one more caller. Love you.
6: Love
4: you. Ciao, ciao. ciao. Hi, you're on
3: air. Do you have a question about what we're chatting yeah, about? I, yeah, um, i um and I've been in this pattern before, but I try to give up my old life and start over again, like jobs that don't work and uh going to the same thing and then I get there and I'm pretty lost um, I find it very hard to recreate myself. Does that make sense? Mhm,
4: you're getting lost. In the wherever the when you move or whatever. Yeah, guys, we got to have Amy back on and do deeper dives. These are these are like these are great
1: questions and great for like sessions. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. When when you said it, I instantly saw confusion in your brain. It's like almost like you're having like an identity crisis of like who do how do I want to show up in this place? And so you get to recreate yourself. whoever you want to be in that place. And nothing that was, was – and I'm putting this in quotations that you didn't like about yourself at the previous jobs that you had. You don't have to bring those forward. Nobody knows you. And so yeah. you get to decide who you want to be and how you want to be, and you get to hit the reset button. But it's like almost like you don't even – you're not even sure who you want to be. And so the question exactly. is, is what are your values? And your values yep. will help you identify who you want to be. Okay. Yes, and why,
4: what's your purpose for going there? What do you want to, like
2: mm-hmm. earlier, Amy,
4: you talked about curiosity. What are you curio- curious about? What do you want to research? What do you want to try out? And I love that, the values. I always suggest to people when you're making decisions, and especially moves or job change or career change, what is the energy of the people you want to be around? What kind of energy do they have? What are their values? What are, you know, are they aligned? Mm-hmm. I know I need to be around creatives because um, I'm also an Thanks. artist. So, right? Or, and what is the environment? What's the energy of the environment, of the circle? When we start Spiritual. talking energy, then that's mm-hmm. what you bring in, and that's what you focus on. And that's why Mm -hmm. you're there is to create that environment. I I think Amy, when she mentioned early on in this podcast, energy, I think that's really, that's key. Because energy is going to reflect the values, right, what you value. I
3: I do have this question, like I left something open-ended, almost like I was forced out and I was kind of set up. And I just walked away thinking I'll recreate myself, and I didn't. I'm wondering if I'm supposed to write a letter to a corporate entity above, you know, the middle management people, just to, not in an angry way, but to tell them what happened so that they know and that maybe I could put it to rest then. Because it just bites me every once in a while. Just I'll be fine and I'll just feel
7: so invalidated.
3: You, you,
5: could, just,
1: you could literally just write a letter in general and not even send it off. I think the most important thing is to brain dump and get it all out so you can get the angst out of your energy field and not be holding on to it anymore because it's holding you prisoner. It's holding you captive. That's what I feel like. mm -hmm. And it doesn't even matter if you send it off or not. Just uncensored journal, write a letter and be done with it and burn it if you want.
5: Well, I did
1: do that.
5: And the people that
3: she was under all got you know the people should protect it but she's still there i even taped her screaming at me and okay here i'm going to interject
4: cuz then we got to uh, move on here here's the thing okay. you don't want to set yourself up your inner child up or the vulnerable softy part of you if they're not already receptive you that bigger pattern is why are you trying to get understood by people that don't have that capacity or that ability Ooh. so focus on Ow. your needs yeah, and so you being there for you, you honoring, wow, I wanted to handle it this way and I wanted to have more understanding and compassion. These people don't have that capability, whether that's the culture of the place or and or the individuals. But I like Amy's idea of writing it out and maybe even talking about okay. with a person you feel safe with and then come back to an empowered position of, because sometimes we're in situations where we're like, why is someone not acting like me? You know, and like, I, I remember when I first was early on in the path years ago, you know, 90s, one of the early 90s with one of my teachers and professors, and I was doing all this inner work and having great, you know, changes in my life. Everything was great. And then certain people, I'm like, why aren't they changing? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And he goes, well, why would they? And I go, like, what do you mean? I'm doing all this work. And he goes, are they and I'm like, well, no. He goes, are they
1: in counseling? Right. No.
4: Are they doing the workshops that you're doing? No. Are they doing the meditation? They, no. He goes, well, then why would they? That helped me so much because now I look at people and I'm like, well, unless you have natural compassion, you know. But most people are caught up in their life, their world. They have their own problems. If they're not consciously on a path, why would they handle something consciously? If and also if they've proven to me that they aren't capable. Sometimes it's not people don't want to. They just don't know how to. What if they they're didn't doing what know, they... though? But that's not your place unless you're going to... That's yeah. a whole other topic. Unless that's going to be even your work, work in the battle. Right? You're right. I just want to set your lean forward. Why. But your, your key, your healing is why do you go towards that which they're not ready or present for? Why are you trying to change them i
3: don't
4: know that's where that's a good question you need to look at yeah because when you do that then you're not going to track that anymore you're not going to need that reflection
3: i I think i was always protecting people as a child but there's a (laughs) but there's a reason
4: why because that that became your part that became your role that you over reinforce so anything we have issues with is a role taken too far it's a good role to have an acute situation but when you're chronically living that way, you're stuck there because that's how you got your validation, your love, your appreciation.
7: Got
4: it. So yeah. that's where you need to go. That's
7: good. Yeah.
4: Thanks for calling in. Wow. You
1: guys, last oh one had all these juicies. Juicy, juicy.
4: <laughs> Amy, let us know what you got going on. Thank you for calling in. Um, let us know what you have yeah. going on and how people can reach you. I've loved this conversation, chatting with you. This. Um,
5: so have I. This
4: very inspiring. I think you and I could and chat wow. for hours. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I have more to dial in. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. Well, we'll definitely. I'd love to do it again. Um, for sure. I love some of the things you said, um, and especially that energy and the following that
1: energy. How does it feel? I think is so powerful yeah so um, if anybody's interested, I'm hosting our next round of Sacred Awakening, which is my Akasha Record course. It's at fifty percent off right now um, so if you're interested in learning how to get answers on demand how to open the records for yourself. I teach people how to open the records using crystalline energy and it's a very simple method. Um, and then I also have like different free things on my website. I also have a podcast called Awakening with Amy Robeson and a YouTube channel. So um, you can go to my website. It's the Amy The Amy com. and Robison is R-O-B-E-S-O-N. Um, and you can check out my courses um on the course page if you go to our uh our free it's um, themarobeson.com backslash free i have 20 plus free healings um but definitely check it out we have tons of stuff going on right now and i just did like a, a bunch of group readings today i'll probably be doing some group readings on friday as well in our facebook group um or on instagram i'm not sure where i'm doing them but if you're interested in any of the work, just go to my website. And you can find my social media channels and what courses I have and things like that.
4: Okay, and Amy, what's the website? Give them the, the website. It, it's posted on Insta, but what's the website? I didn't get that.
1: It's the Amy M-Y, Robeson, R-O-B-E-S-O-N. So it's the okay. com is my website and you can go to courses and check out sacred awakening there, or you can go to our free page where we have like healings and things like that, or my podcast page or something. Very cool. Okay. Um,
4: and maybe I'll invite myself on your, um, podcast. I mean, we can <laughs> definitely
1: come back I and, would hang love that. More,
4: and we could do a whole, just session of us bouncing back and calls and, um, And play a bit more. I just – you have a lot to offer,
1: and I appreciate you taking the time to come on and share. This has been great. Yeah, no problem. I think it would be fun um, doing some readings together on air uh, because I think you and I follow the same philosophy, so it's really fun.
4: I know. I'm like, are we in the same – probably the same soul group and
1: guides, because some of the stuff you were saying, is like similar
4: to what I was saying. I'm like, I love this. I love this. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Yeah. All right. Till next time, Amy. Thanks for being here and big hug.
1: Thank you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye.
4: All right, gang. Uh, Contact info for Amy is in the uh, episode description box below. Um, also, ways to get in touch with me. I want to just remind everyone, please, please, please um, make sure, especially a lot of you are long-time listeners, I know it's a hassle. Put it on your calendar. Go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Five-star review will be greatly appreciated. Just put those five stars. You don't have to write anything if you don't want to. And also connect with me on Soul Insights and Tarot. On YouTube as well and also awakenings with Michelle and on YouTube we're starting to migrate some of the right now just um, the replays over there uh, some of them some of them we can't because they get censored but anyway all right gang thank you everyone that called in everyone in the chat those of you that are new and recently found this podcast welcome we're here every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time lots of love and light keep shining your light sharing your insight and of course keep awake